favorite old school soul groups when rap was real back in the days when rap was real back in the days not the garbage that they're playing now we're going back into the 90s and we're going back into the 80s you know ladies and gentlemen the times back then were much better than what they are now I mean the only person that thinks like the times of today are better are the Generation X and Millennial Fools. Mainly the ones that lean to the Communist Party, USA. But if you grew up in my times, or if you grew up in my dad's times, God bless his soul, you would are uh, you would agree that those times were better than today's times. What we're living today is horrible. Everything that you, you know, you tune into the news, everything's just bad. It's horrible. 2020 has been a disaster. And, you know, not only for myself, for people that I know, and for everybody in general, someone at some point, some way, somehow, has been affected by, by the coronavirus lockdowns the whole virus thing and of course that's let's not for let's not forget to mention the thugs uh rioting and destroying our cities but anyways uh, let, let me get to the point let me um let me mention some talking points real quick here this is the alexander news show for the first of august 2020 <clears throat> And this show is not perfect. This show is not scripted. I don't have it scripted. I, I'm talking straight from my mind. And my heart, of course. My soul. First my soul, then my mind, then my heart. And I'm going to be... Everything that I mention on this show is strictly opinion. It's, an, it's a little bit of analyst, analysis because I've done some research... <clears throat> But of course, it's also opinion. And there's some real news into the whole mix. Because I'm not gonna give fake news. I'm not the New York Times. I'm not the, the I'm not the Miami Herald. I'm not the reporters. I'm not Defeaty. Jim Defeaty. I'm not I'm not uh that that dude that has the last name that starts with an I. 
I'm not him. I'm not the uh, Rivera guy that works for the public radio. He lives off government funds. Now, I'm not, I'm not those communists. I'm talking real news here. So this show, the Alexander News Show, can be found on iHeartRadio podcast platform and on most podcast platforms wherever you can get a podcast. Um, mainly Apple and Spotify. So if you want to... Today's question. I'm gonna, I have a question to ask you all. And it's going to be on my Twitter. Again, until I don't get everything together, you're going to have to go to my Twitter and get a hold of me. Make comments. If you want to get a hold of me for any reason, you go to my Twitter page, which is Alexander News SH. The question in regards to today's show, do you think Miami-Dade mayoral candidate Ileana Cava is a good candidate for mayor. Actually, let me rephrase that question. Do you think the Miami-Dade mayoral candidate, Ileana Cava, would be a good mayor for Miami-Dade County? You know, look, I got to talk about the local issues. I know this is boring. If it's boring to you, tune out, Okay. But I got to mention, I got to mention local issues. I got to talk about the local issues. And I got in some insights, which I'm going to share on Twitter. I'm going to share on this show too, but I'm going to share it on Twitter as well. Yes, I also talk about national stuff. I'm going to talk about the disgraceful Democrats wanting to control our lives. The Democrat politicians. I'll just mention something very quickly about this. A full coronavirus lockdown doesn't work because the virus is still going to spread. Let me just mention that first because this is for Gavin Newsom of California. This is for Como of New York, de Blasio, and all the mayors mostly Democrats, and we got a couple of Republican ones too, including here in Miami-Dade County. Now, I get that the virus is spreading. Yes, the the virus is spreading. But that's because, and I'm going to mention this again for the millionth time, the virus is spreading because it's more testing. More testing means you're going to get more cases. Yes, there's more deaths, but let's uh, let me speak a little bit more about the deaths, because I know a couple of days back, Florida experienced 187 deaths in a day. Are we sure it's 187 people that died from the COVID-19, or could it be that the hospitals are skewing the numbers because they want to get more money from the government, COVID-19 money? Ladies and gentlemen, I have a theory about this that I'm not going to mention on today's show. I have a list of things that I want to share and speak about, and it's going to be coming in the upcoming shows in the future. This COVID-19 came from China. Our government, it has already come out, sponsored research on 
what you can call this COVID-19 to a Chinese lab. And it came out of a Chinese lab. Oh, yeah. Well, you all don't know. Just, just I'm, I'm telling you. I might put an interest. I may put this story up on my Twitter as well. So that's why you got to go to Alexander News SH. But, and it's not conspiracy. It's just, these are, these are facts. These are news stories that have come out. I'm not going to say it's sort of like a setup, but it's interesting how everything is playing itself out. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I've, I've advocated for this. By the way, this show, the Alexander News Show, is brought to you by, and it's, it's actually sponsored by, Disability Fitness Sports Karate Life Skills, which is Fitness Sports Karate, Life, um, Fitness Sports Karate Inc. So if you want to learn and know about the company, you go to disabilityfskls.org and Disability Fitness Sports Karate Life Skills serves and works with disability special needs individuals of all ages. One of the awesome things that we're doing now is neural fitness. By the way, which is brain fitness, it's brain therapy, improves cognition. Uh, we also added balance training. And it's better, what, what, what we do is better than occupational therapy. Let's put it to you this way. So, if you want to learn more about the business, about the company, what they're about, about me, because I work with the company, I own it, you go to disabilityfskls.org, also fitnesssportskarate.net, and you can also go to my brand page, specialneedsfitnessguru.com. Anyways, I want to mention again, Alexander News SH, go to my Twitter to track this show, track what I'm about. Now, I'm saying again to COVID-19, the lockdowns don't work. I've advocated selective lockdown zones, selective quarantine zones. Also, businesses, every business needs to limit the amount of people that can go inside and everybody else has to stay outside. You enforce social distance, six inches. Everywhere, everyone needs to wear a mask. The mask, if I have some kind of virus and I sneeze and I'm wearing my mask, it's not going to spread so easily because I'm wearing a mask. The germs will not spread. The virus will not spread in the air because I'm wearing a mask. It'll stay inside me. I'm protecting the other individual from getting the virus. Now, if the other individual has a mask, it's going to limit the chances of them getting the virus. Masks are not 100% safe. You may have a mask and you may still get the virus. Now, but I'm advocating to wear a mask. It's fine. What's not cool is to be a moron driving your car wearing a mask and you're all by yourself inside the car. <coughs> I mean, it's that's moronic. Unless you're a Lyft driver or an Uber driver, then it's a different story. And you got to wear a mask. But if you're by yourself in your car or if you're running in a park in 90 degree uh, heat on the sun and you're wearing a mask... You are going to faint. You're probably going to faint. So you're because you're limiting your breathing capacity. And no, no, you're not going to get the COVID-19 like that. But if you're in a business establishment and you're wearing a mask and there's other people there, that's that's fine. 
Anyways. Um, let me, because I just got, I got a news brief right now. Okay, sorry. I was interrupted for a second. I'll get a text message from here and there sometimes. And in this case, it was my wife that sent me a text. Anyway. By the way, you want to know where I'm doing the show from? Miami-Dade County. I'm going to talk about Ileana Cava, why she's bad, why she'll be a horrible mayor. And why we must stop at all costs from electing her as our mayor. Okay. But I'm going to get to you. I'm going to get to those uh, straight to the point stories real quick here. So we're talking about you can wear a mask in a business establishment, limit the amount of people inside a business, require all businesses, all locations to have hand sanitizers and alcohol at their locations. Okay. And you can do, uh, I like the idea of hotels being used as uh, basically to, to isolate people that have COVID-19. Now, what I'm not a fan, a fan of is locking down an entire government because it's going to ruin our economy. And it already did. It already has ruined our economy because 1,900 businesses just in Florida are never going to reopen again. That was a new report that came out this week. Those are the consequences of COVID-19. Now, I want to shift gears real quick here. And I want to talk about Barack Obama. Because I already spoke about the COVID-19. But I want to talk about Barack Obama, the biggest fraud president we've ever had. Listen, I love the fact that he's the first black president in the history of the United States. That's awesome. It was about time. It should have happened 30 years ago. What I don't like are his policies. Okay? If Martin Luther King Jr. would have been the first president in U.S. history, the first black president in U.S. history, I would have been even more excited. I'm for minorities, for blacks serving in positions of power. But when they, when they have these stupid ideas, these communist ideas, I... I will go against them. I will go against you. Okay? You could be a black individual, but if you have good ideas for the government, I am going to support you to the very end, and I will advocate for you. Now, I want you to listen to this fraud who, uh, who is a fraud. He was a poor man. He was still a rich man. No, actually, he wasn't a poor man. He was a decent rich man before he became president. He came out super filthy rich, him and his wife, Michelle. I want you to listen to this fraud. But even as we sit here, there are those in power who are doing their darndest to discourage people from voting. Right off, right off. And students with restrictive ID laws and attacking our voting rights with surgical precision, even undermining the postal service in the run-up to an election that's going to be dependent on mail-in ballots so people don't get sick. Let's uh, listen to the squad again. But even as we sit here. Let's listen to the squad. There are those in power who are doing their darndest 
to discourage people from voting by closing polling locations and targeting minorities and students with restrictive ID laws and attacking our voting rights with surgical precision. Right on! Even undermining the postal service in the run-up to an election that's going to be dependent on mail-in ballots so people don't get sick. Right on! Right on! It's amazing! It's amazing that Mr. Communist... Uh... No! No, no! You can vote! We're not going to check your ID! We're not going to check your ID! We're not going to check your ID! Don't worry about it! It's okay! It's okay! So, that's what the Democrat Party stands for. They don't want... They want mail ballots. They want everybody... To vote by mail. Listen, look, Donald Trump is wrong about some things, and he's right about some of the other things. One of the things he's right about is that if everybody votes by mail, there's going to be a huge fraud. It's gonna be huge fraud. It's gonna be voter, huge voter fraud. Listen to what I'm saying. Uh, it's common sense, ladies and gentlemen. Are we going to count on the U.S. Postal Service to decide our election? Because that's what the Democrat Party wants. The DNC. That's what the Communist Party USA wants. Everybody's in it, of course. Everybody, everybody. And this fraud, Barack Obama, is basically saying, no, restrictive IDs. you got to vote with restrictive IDs. What's restrictive ID? That you have either a state ID or a driver's license that proves where you live, or voter, uh, I'm sorry, voter ID card or birth certificate. Really? Is that? I mean, what's wrong with showing evidence that you are eligible uh, to vote? That you're eligible to vote? That you live in a particular address? You're showing your first name, your last name. Um, by the way, I'm looking for something really, really quickly here. And I think I found it. Okay, awesome. So, what's wrong? I, I'm, we're going to get to Miss Kala in a minute. But what's wrong with uh, showing ID? Some kind of ID that matches your voter information. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, that's what you're supposed to do. That's how it's supposed to be. Um, no, if there's no voter ID, then you got tons of... Uh, Illegal immigrants that are just going to vote, either by mail, they're just going to vote, whatever. Illegal immigrants are going to get the votes. Dead people are going to get the vote, voting, uh, the voter ID, voter uh, ballots by mail. You're going to have dead people. This is how voter fraud is going to be created. A dead person will receive a voter ballot card by mail. A voter ballot card. An illegal immigrant will get it too. Uh, maybe a fake individual will get it. It'll be filled out. And it'll be filled out in favor of the Democrat presidential candidate, which is we, which will be Joe Biden. And some of the Senate uh, candidates that are Democrats that are going to become senators. There you go. The election's over. The results are... Joe Biden is the next president of the United States. The Senate is now majority controlled by the Democrats. 
Now, if it's absentee ballot, I'm all for it. Why aren't the Democrats pushing for absentee ballots? Trump has a point. I know he raised an alarm by saying that the election should be delayed. I actually agree with him. I think that the election should be delayed until next year. I think it should be delayed. And it's because there's going to be fraud. And I predict right now if, if there's mail ballots, straight mail ballots, and there's no ID to verify the voters, there will be fraud. There will be widespread fraud and, and Trump will probably lose. He may win, but he'll probably lose. So this uh, loser, this fraud, this bum, Barack Obama, and let me make it make let me make it myself very clear here. I would have loved Martin Luther King Jr. to be president 30 years ago, 40 years ago of our country. It was actually 50 years ago. Now, I'm, I'm not, I, he wasn't alive 30 years ago, but it would have been great if it would have been either him or another type of Martin Luther King Jr. Some type like uh, individual like that. That would have been our president of the United States, our first black president. So if you're a black man and you run for president and you have the right ideas, I'm going to support you. So there's nothing racist about me calling Barack Obama a fraud, a bum, a loser. Because he's doing very wealthy. And no, he will not live in a ghetto. He's not going to live in the ghetto. No, 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 no. Neither will Jay-Z. Neither will Dr. Dre. Neither will John Legend. Neither will LeBron James. They're all going to live in high, pricey areas. In a suburb. Because Joe Biden is advocating for that. He's advocating for elimination of the suburbs. Except the ones that the Democrat Party USA elites live in. If they live in a suburb, that particular suburb, they're not going to eliminate that suburb. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's just the way it is. So that's that's what we're facing in the elections coming up for November. It's less than a couple of months away. Well, I'll say August, November... August, September, we're like, we're three months away, about a hundred days away. So Obama advocating for no voter ID, basically. He's advocating for that. No, 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 no voter ID. The Democrats don't want that. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, We got to mail the ballots in. Straight up. We're going to mail the ballots in. We're going to mail it in. We're going to mail the ballots Paper ballots by mail. No, we're not. No, we're not in favor of absentee ballots. We're not in favor of absentee ballots. Uh, we are in favor of mail-in ballots. We're not going to check IDs, and that's what's going to decide the election. This is what Barack Obama is advocating in that. And by the way, using the funeral of John Lewis, a civil rights icon. To preach his agenda, his political rhetoric. I don't know about you, but I am not in favor of mixing politics with sadness and joy at a funeral. I'm not in favor of that. 
But that's what this uh, this bum, this fraud, Barack Obama, is advocating. Uh, was talking. He, he was mixing that up. Anyway, so that's what's going on. So we so far have discussed COVID nineteen, the whole thing with the lockdown that it should have been done the right way from the very beginning, and if you would have done. Selected lockdown zones and enforced businesses by doing these measures that I mentioned. Our economy wouldn't be in a shithole that it is now. We would have the same amount of cases if you would have done it like that than if you would have had the lockdown. If it's going to spread, it's going to spread. That's the bottom line. More people are infected because there's more testing. And let me just mention that the attacks against Ron DeSantis, our governor of Florida, has been unfair. I had a show about that. Just go back to the to the last show we did. No, I haven't been on on. The, I haven't had a show this week because I have, I, I I've had a lot of things going on. But I didn't want to wait till next week to do a show. I just figured let me just do one today, Saturday, on the first of August. Because I have to do one. I have to do at least one show a week. Now. We're talking about Barack Obama advocating for straight to the point, straight up mail ballots to people for people to vote by mail without verifying anything, no, nothing, no verification of any kind of ID, nothing, identity, nothing, no absentee ballots, no going to the polling place. Because if you tell me it's going to be straight, straight up absentee ballots, there's a process like Trump says he's right about that. I'm also in favor of delaying the election. Why not? And I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that feels like that. But that's just the way I feel. And a whole lot of other voters and Americans feel the same way. So a dead person is going to vote. A illegal immigrant is going to vote. A person that does not exist is going to vote. And that's what's going to be happening with the mail ballots. Now, let's talk about our race for Miami-Dade County Mayor. Let's talk about Miss Left-Wing Communist Kava. I need to mention her. So let me let me mention here really quick. We got the candidates, the real ones, the ones that I'm taking serious. And I'm going to add a little sprinkle to let's say I'm cooking a soup. And I want to I added some carrots, I added some vegetables, onions, chicken, but I want to add now some spices that I haven't added yet. So the little spice is going to be Xavier Suarez. I'm going to add him. Let me now now listen to this. Hear it. I got some great research. I have done some great research. I've got, and I've got some really awesome feedback. Now it may not be good news, but it's the reality. Iliana Kava. I'm going to get to her in a minute. Let's talk about the other candidates. Let's talk about Alex Pinellas. Alex Pinellas. This is for you, first of all. Well, I don't want to I don't want to attack your record. I'm just gonna stand that Alex Pinellas is not sure, is not gonna be a sure shoe-in to become mayor of Miami-Dade County. He may not even win the first round. Not based on some information that I got. 
analysis and research that I've done. Esteban Bovo, Porky Pig Bovo, is the one candidate has done the best legwork in the community out of all the other major candidates. Who are the major candidates? Alex Pinellas, Bovo, of course, let me just mention to him. Niscava and Xavier Suarez, the 1996 Honda Civic. Now, Bovo is looking like he has a better chance of winning than Pinellas because he's done the most grassroots work, which means going out into the community and getting votes. And he's got the whole Hispanic old viejitos. Yes, I speak Spanish. In the Hialeah area. And he's done really an awesome. He's ran an awesome campaign in Westchester. Now, let me just mention this. That in my last few shows. And in the other shows that I've done. I mentioned and I've written on Twitter. He's got no shot to win. But things have changed a little bit. Because. And I'll tell you why. Let's, tech, let's talk about Xavier Suarez. Xavier Suarez, the 1996 Honda Civic, he's got a awesome absentee ballot machine. Let me make let me throw the little extra spices into the soup. I threw the Abovo spice. I'm gonna throw in the seasoning. I'm gonna throw the Xavier Suarez, the 1996 Honda Civic. Spices with some seasoning as well. And this, and that is that he is the biggest beneficiary, and he will be, because his son was, that's how his son became mayor of Miami Day of the city of Miami, with absentee ballots. Their wives have this thing with absentee ballots. Let me just throw that extra caveat into the mix. This and the reason I'm saying that this year it looks like Xavier Suarez also has a shot to make to win and make it to the November you know race for mayor because of COVID-19 because most people that are going to vote for mayor are going to vote through mail either mail-in ballots or absentee ballots and the biggest beneficiary of that, because of COVID-19 and the whole lockdown, the biggest candidate that will benefit the most from mail-in ballots will be Xavier Suarez. Because their wives, the wife of Xavier Suarez and I think Francis Suarez as well, the mayor of Miami, they have the whole entire list of all the eligible voters. The old viejitos, the old people that vote. And Bobo has run the biggest grassroots campaign as well. And he's run a very good campaign. With less money, by the way, than Pinellas. And everybody knows that Pinellas, you know, everybody knows what they're going to get with Pinellas. The old viejitos, the old people. They know what they're going to get with Pinellas because he was, he was already mayor. Now I'm going to tell you this is the first round. You go into November. Miss Ilana, Ileana Cava is vulnerable. I have a source that told me that Ileana, one of Ileana Cava's staffers, a black person, 
called a Cuban person, an old Cuban person, inquiring about if they are eligible to vote or not. And if they are, would they be more than kind to vote for Ms. Cava and not anyone else? This is the problem. A lot of old Cuban individuals see that as a turnoff when you send a black person to call a Cuban person. And that Cuban person probably doesn't even speak English. It happens to be that this source that gave me this information spoke English. But there's a lot of bijitos that don't speak English. So Miss Cava's campaign is vulnerable. Now, am I going to mention this? I have to mention this because that's... I have to provide as much news as I can because I got to be legit. I got I to gotta provide this news that no other reporter in this town, Miami-Dade County, is going to provide. But either way, doesn't mean that Ms. Cava is going to listen to me and she'll start sending Cubans to call Cubans or somebody that's Hispanic speaking. But, you know, either way, she's still vulnerable and I'm going to tell you why she's vulnerable. I'm going to tell you why she's vulnerable. I have looked at her voting record. First of all, let me mention something very quickly. Miss Cava, if Miss Cava, why Miss Cava would be mayor, a bad mayor for Miami-Dade? First of all, she's not going to admit, she's not a good, she's not going to be a good administrator. It's not the same thing. You could be an administrator for a nonprofit and run it good. But you become administrator of a county with a budget of $9 billion and run it horrible. It's a different ballgame. I'm of, a, of the opinion, based on what I've researched with Miss Elena Kava, that she's never run, and this is just a figure of speech, she's never run a lemonade stand. Now, I have sources that have told me, people that know more than I do, because I'm always learning, but I got my sources, and they're all gonna, and they're all in agreement. Whether they're Democrat or Republican, it doesn't matter. Miss Cava will run, will do a horrible job of running Miami-Dade County from an administrative standpoint. The source that the sources that I speak to tell me that the best person to run Miami-Dade County in an administrative manner will be Esteban Bobo. Let me just mention, I am not a fan of Stephen Bobo. I'm not going to vote for him. I'm voting for Monique Barley only because, I'm going to be honest. I'm voting for the lesser known, the underdog. I'm just going to vote for Barley because I'm making a statement. And my statement is, I'm not gonna, I refuse to endorse anybody that's a career politician. And the same old, same old, same old. That's it. And to be fair, she gave me the time of day to give her an interview. So that she can to give her an interview and she came on my show. And so, yes, there have been some developments with Mrs. Monique Barley. But I'm not going to get into that. And I'm not going to mention anything else about that. That's just something that stays with me. But I will vote for her. Just to make a statement. That's as far as I'm going to go. I'm not a fan of Bobo, but he will do the best job of administrating the county. 
he will be another Carlos Jimenez. Jimenez has run the county from an administrative standpoint very good. But that doesn't mean that Miami-Dade County as a whole is in great shape. It's in horrible shape. Okay? So, let me make that very clear. Bobo's going to be another Carlos Jimenez. He's going to cater to the developers. Not the people. Not the residents. Bobo, in my views, is also a fake Republican. Just like Carlos Jimenez. But I'm going to tell you why Kava's going to be back. So, Ms. Kava... Let's see. I wrote something on Twitter about this. So, I'm going to give you two reasons. So, before I go any further. Ms. Kava's going to impose... She's all for the environmentalists. She is having her campaign fund, financed and funded by environmentalists. Uh, basically, big time environmental groups are financing her campaign. I, I would even say developers that are for the environment are financing her campaign. So what does she have to do? Based on that, plus the fact that she's all for, she's got these left-wing, she's just a hardcore left-wing communist. And she is all for, she's got this communist point of view, communist way of thinking. And she has to, not only her ideology, her communist ideology, and the whole thing that she has to cater to the environmentalists environmentalists that are financing her her campaign. And again, it's environmental groups, associations, developers that are linked to the environment, lobbyists that are linked to the environment, everybody, anything that's associated with environmentalists are financing her campaign. She's going to impose... Let's let's look at the property taxes. How can she tax the Miami-Dade taxpayers? People that own homes... You have a property tax that you pay every single year. She will add she will add a tax to finance the environmentalists that are funding her campaign, their agenda. Mrs. Iliana Cava will do this. She will she will tax everybody that owns a property, a home, a condo, a townhome, it doesn't matter. If you have a business and a location, business location, you're the owner of a shopping center, a gas station, she will tax that property. She will add a tax, a environmental tax, in the guise of climate change. We're gonna add this tax because it's gonna fund a a wall to protect for flooding on our shorelines. We got to build a wall in the guise of climate change, which, by the way, is, is a complete false thing. I have a, an idea on climate change. I, I do believe that there, climate change does exist. But in my views, I'm not going to get into that today. But it's not because the planet is overheating because it's caused by humans. No, climate change, uh, human beings are not overheating the planet. Sorry to tell you that. Left-wing radicals. 
But she's going to propose that we need to build a seawall on our um, on our coast. Either Biscayne Bay or in Miami Beach. In parts of Miami Beach. Or wherever there's canals because... Miami-Dade County will be flooded, will, 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 will disappear, and will be full of water in 20 years. So she'll create so much fear. And by the way, if she does get elected, that's what she's going to go for. And a lot of the members of the Miami-Dade County Commission are Democrats. I look at 13 members, and I would say nine of them will be Democrats... Four of them are going to be Republicans. That's all you have to see. Nine to four vote. It'll be approved. You're going to have a seawall. Protecting, you know, in the guise of fake climate change. Well, if we build a seawall, we're not going to, we're not going to be underwater. We're not going to be underwater. Or we're not going to have the uh, storm surge. Huge storm surge where... All of Homestead will be flooded because we're gonna have a sea. We're gonna have a um, a seawall. It's a wall that protects. You know, if 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 the water rises, can't get into the land, or if there's a storm surge, it'll block the water from going into land, which is useless. It'll it'll still go in because storm surges can be up to 30 feet when there's a big hurricane. So, but she's gonna use that, and she will tax the property owners. People that own properties, homeowners, whatever, business owners. That If you own a business and you own that location, the land, she will tax you. And she will have to give a contract to someone to build that seawall. It will be a developer that's linked to the environment. That developer that's financing her campaign that's linked to the environment will get the contract... To build that sea wall. Okay? Now, that's one thing she'll do. Another thing that she's gonna do, and that and that means that's gonna be one one of the things that she'll do to raise taxes. On the guise of fake climate change. Another thing that she'll do is she might increase. The certificate of use fees for you, if you want to open, if you're a business owner, if you want to open up a business in Miami-Dade County in a new location, she might raise the square footage, you know, the rate. You'll have to pay more. It's already expensive as it is, but she might do that. Another thing that she might do is the business sales tax that we all pay every single year. I know I, I, I pay $75 a year for my, my business sales tax. She might raise it $25 more. And she'll say, well, that's going to be for, uh, for climate change initiatives that we need to, we need to put here in Miami-Dade County for whatever, whatever she wants to do. That's going to be another, she'll probably do that. Another thing she might do. You ever heard of derm to derm tax? If you have a septic tank, so instead of paying, let's say, one hundred seventeen dollars a year, which is what I was paying at my location, she may raise it twenty dollars more for everybody. For everybody, another way where climate tax, environmental tax, 
she might raise taxes is in your uh, water bill, your waste, your solid waste bill. She might put a fee there. That is what she might do. So if you're paying $150 for water, she might add a, I don't know, a 1% or 2% special charge where it'll say basically um, a special, I don't know, environment, climate change tax. This is what Ileana Kava is going to do. On top of the fact that she will defund, will do everything in her power to defund the police. It's not enough that they already are going to set up a citizen panel to determine the behavior of the Miami-Dade Police Department and, of course, I think of other police agencies throughout the county. <laughs> she will do more because this she is a, a Bill de Blasio, except that she's a woman with a vagina. And I'm sorry to be so harsh about this, but it's a fact. Okay? She will do exactly, and she has the same thinking as that disgraceful bum mayor of New York City, Bill de Blasio. She will, let me mention this, wait for it, do everything in her power to defund the police. It's not enough that you're going to set up a citizen panel of citizens that, in my opinion, I disagree with that. You have current affairs, current affairs, internal affairs, sorry, internal affairs that investigates the police. You have the FDLE for the state of Florida, the administrative arm of all the police departments here in Florida. You have the FBI. You have the attorney, the state attorney's office. They can investigate any misconduct. So you're going to take about maybe a million dollars out of the police from Miami-Dade that funds the Miami-Dade Police Department to set up a citizen, a citizen watch panel. But she's going to push for more radical ideas like what Seattle's doing. Defund half of the police. And the Miami-Dade Police Department has 13 commissioners, nine of which will be Democrat. Trust me, that race of Higgins running against Rainier DSL Portilla is crucial. It is crucial. And you got... But even if Rainier Diaz wins, you got Sosa, you got Bovel's district, and you got Soto and Martinez. You only got five. You still need... Xavier Suarez uh, has to win. No, he's not running. That's right. We're done. We're done. I'm telling you, we're done. Now... If, if Alex Pinellas becomes mayor, I'm going to tell you, he's a Democrat. But it, but I don't, I don't think with Pinellas, you're going to get climate taxes. You're not going to get environmental taxes. These, uh, everything that I'm mentioning is not going to happen with Alex Pinellas. Even though Pinellas is horrible. <laughs> okay? You're better off with Pinellas than with Cava. No, I'm not a fan of Pinellas. I'm not a fan of Bovo. And if I'm going to tell you right off the bat who I would prefer for Miami-Dade County Mayor, I'm going to tell you right now, I will take, I will take, I've come on the record, I've gone on the record said to, to mention this, Xavier Suarez. I don't support the 1996 Honda Civic, mainly because he didn't want my help. He didn't want my help. 
He didn't want to listen to me. And the only reason why he would benefit from this election and he has a shot to win is because he's the king when it comes to abs- of all politicians, he's the king when it comes to absentee, absentee ballots. That's, right. That's the only reason why. But he's got some really good ideas. Unfortunately, I was told, and I've looked in his history, he's never fulfilled his campaign promises. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'll still take him. I'll still take him. I'll take my chance with him. Or Monique Barley. Unfortunately, Monique Barley, who I'm going to vote for, has no shot. And I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. It'll only give me a headache. I'm telling you that... Miss Kava will defund the police. She'll do everything, whatever she'll do. And you're going to get widespread poverty, more widespread poverty, because most, it's a known fact, it's, 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 it's known that major, not small cities, no, because Miami-Dade County, if you go into Broward, a lot of the cities in Broward County are Democrat-run. Mayor run all the mayors are Democrat, most of them in Broward County. I th- I think that every sitting in Broward County is uh, run by a Democrat. Okay, basically, but those are small cities. We're talking about major cities. Major U.S. cities are shitholes: Detroit, Philadelphia, New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Oakland, Portland, Seattle. They're shitholes. Every mayor of the, of those cities is a Democrat. Major city is major population hubs. Might include some suburbs, but it's incorporated cities or counties. Miami-Dade is unique because it's also like represented also as a major city. Miami-Dade County could be city of Miami or slash Miami-Dade County. Cava with Cava, you're gonna see. You're gonna get another. You're gonna. It's gonna be like Detroit. You see it, if it happened under Carlos Jimenez, and you go into Northwest Miami-Dade and you see it. By the way, Ms. Silana Kava cleaned up her entire district because she knew I was going to take pictures of her district and I was going to videotape. I was going to do videos of her district. She did an amazing job. That's because I gave her the heads up. But Northwest Miami-Dade, go there and you will see what I'm talking about. Abandoned buildings, graffiti. Audrey Edmondson slash Mona Stein's districts. It's disgusting. I have videos of it on my channel. By the way, I have a special needs. I have, I'm sorry. I have an Alexander News Show channel. Just go to you. Just go to YouTube and just go there. Name of the show. You're gonna see the videos. You're gonna see more widespread poverty. So let me do, let me discuss really quickly here. Miss Kava will impose her radical agenda on radical agenda on all Miami-Dade municipalities. She will make laws for municipalities. Here's an example. I'm gonna go real quick here. A resolution approving the terms of an, of an interlocal agreement that allows municipalities, university colleges, districts, school boards. And their respective police departments to enforce violations of specified code sections. As they may be amended from time to time through civil code penalties pursuant to chapter 
of the code, including utilizing Miami-Dade County Diversion Program for satisfaction of any eligible civil citations. Basically, and I don't have much time, so I'm going to mention this very quickly. She sponsored a resolution as a commissioner to have Miami-Dade County dictate Basically, I'm going to let me go back here again really quickly. Um, basically, to dictate their laws, pretty much. Miami-Dade County, she sponsored a resolution to have the county enforce their laws on cities, basically. Instructing cities that they got to govern basically having Miami-Dade County govern municipalities small and big doesn't matter she's she's basically instruct uh, passed uh, a re- she she offered she uh, sponsored the resolution that also includes school boards uh, let me see let me mention this here basically it doesn't matter Municipalities, colleges, which is Miami Day College, universities, FIU, and their respective police departments, authorizing the county mayor or county mayor's designee to exercise the amendment. Basically, she wants to, and she was, uh, she sponsored a resolution imposing her will for Miami Day County government the mayor of Miami-Dade County to rule with an iron fist all cities, big and small. So any civil violation, any civil violation, that basically the city has to enforce all county rules. The city cannot, will not be able to make any laws for themselves, pretty much. Everything has to go through the county. The city's will have no rights. That's a radical way of thinking. That's a radical communist way of thinking. It's like the president of the United States and Trump has had some issues with this. Basically, the uh, president of the United States is telling states what to do even though states have their own constitution. Cities have a charter. So cities, and they have consuls and they have commissions and they have a mayor some of them are strong mayors some of them are are run by the city manager they make their own laws but she sponsored a resolution that basically is telling the mayor of Miami-Dade County because he has uh, a strong mayor to also overrule any rules any laws that a city passes Mainly citations. Uh, citations. Or better yet, um, civil penalties. And the strong mayor will have the power to basically rule with an iron fist. You can go to my Instagram. I'm going to retweet this and read more about this. So basically, she's. If she becomes mayor. She will do everything in her power to make laws where cities have no power to govern for themselves. That's it. That's what she will do. 
So that's one thing she'll do. Okay, I have to mention that. Another thing that she will do. Okay, so she, I wrote this on Twitter. I Let me read this. Here's a preview of Miss left-wing communist Kava, her agenda, her ideas. If she becomes Miami-Dade... Uh, if she becomes Miami-Dade County Mayor, she will make laws for municipalities. And I'm going to put this on my Twitter. I'm going to retweet it. She wanted... Uh, let me see. Let me let me write down here. I, I think... I think I wrote... Well, that's the main part that I have an issue with. That's just an, that's just an idea of what will happen if she becomes mayor on top of the taxes that she's going to raise. This is a big deal, ladies and gentlemen, because if she becomes mayor and you live, for example, in, in a small town like Pinecrest, she will overrule anything. She will do everything in her power to overrule anything that the city of... the village of Pinecrest uh, created. Any laws... Of, Pinecrest created for its residents. So her mentality is one size fits all. I'm going to rule with an iron fist. Now she, there was another piece of legislation that she sponsored, but I couldn't, I can't find it now. And, and the show's about to end. I only got three more minutes to go. I'll have to announce it on my next show. I will. Just, I'm going to discuss more of Eliana Kava why she's she will be bad, a bad mayor for our county. But basically. I'll make this another example. If you are the city of Miami, if you are the city of Miami Springs, and you pass a, resol- a resolution, a law for your city, Miss Iliana Cava, just similar to this resolution that she passed, or th- just this resolution itself, will override any laws that you pass for your city. Basically, that's it. It basically any municipality form of government will be very limited. Their powers will be very limited. Any mayors of any major cities in Miami-Dade, big or small, and we have over 35 municipalities. And you could be a Democrat or you could be a Republican mayor or a council or a commission member. It doesn't matter. Okay? If you make laws in your city you might have it overruled because she will make laws as a one-size-fits-all for all of Miami-Dade County. And you, uh, your powers, their powers of all the mayors and all the council members and commissioners and city managers or directors, the bureaucrats, will be very limited. They may not have any power or will have limited power. This is what you're going to get with Mrs. Iliana Kava. On top, she will rule with an iron fist. That's me basically exposing that she is a radical left-wing communist. That's why I call her Mrs. Left-Wing Communist. On top of all the taxes that she's going to raise. So the question is, would Mrs. Iliana Kava be a good mayor from Miami-Dade County? I'm going to write this on Alexander News SH on my Twitter. No, she's not going to be a good mayor. And I'm going to write all the other nice tidbits. I thank you for listening to the Alexander News Show for the 1st of August. I'll be back later this coming week with more information. With more news. I thank you for listening. Have a good day. A good, beautiful Saturday.
from Miami, Florida, USA.